Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. It's with our great, great pleasure that we get to announce that our next guest is going to be joining us at 3 p.m. on Tuesdays for the rest of football season. And we are joined by the man himself, Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger, host of the Odyssey original podcast, The Best Football Show, featuring daily breakdowns of the most important storylines across the league. And Baldy now joins us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. Welcome to the show, sir. Hey, guys. Good to be with you, man. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I, I, I wanted to actually ask you because I saw you had you had tweeted a video about uh, some of the success Denver had had on the ground against the Browns. And as we we noticed that as well. And so I was just wondering, like, what was it that Denver was doing on Sunday that allowed them to have the kind of success they did against the Browns' vaunted defense? Well, they knocked them off the ball. You know, I mean, a variety of runs inside zones. I mean, they moved the line of scrimmage. Uh, inside zone traps, uh, pulling Ben Powers, kicking out. I mean, they won the line of scrimmage. And so, you know, you run a little read option at Miles Garrett. It's one way to kind of slow him down. And, you know, uh, Russell goes for 16 yards. And I can see the runs in my head. And they didn't tackle very well. Samaj P. Ryan's a powerful back. Um, going back to his days at Oklahoma, he's always been – Always run with a lot of power, and he ran through a lot of arm tackles. So I thought they won the line of scrimmage, and then I thought they – I didn't think the Browns tackled particularly well. You know, obviously the injury to Miles Garrett was a huge factor in that game. They're saying he, he still could play possibly this weekend. No structural damage on the MRI. Uh, it, let, let's say Miles was out. I mean, how, how, how much does that change the defense for the Browns? It changes everything. I mean, he's the focal point of the defense, and so everybody game plans uh, on any pass play or, or, or a lot of runs. I mean, they, they game plan for him. Uh, that's one of the reasons why, you know, Jim Schwartz moves him around, right side, left side, put him over the center, put him inside, kind of move around so you can't – it's harder to game plan for him. But it changes things. They don't have another guy like that. I mean, Zadarius and Okoronko are, you know, good players, but they're not Miles Garrett where you're game planning like that for him. I think it makes – the guys inside, Elliott and Dalvin Tomlinson, I don't think they're as effective if he's not in there. I mean, that remains to be seen because we haven't really seen it. We've rarely ever seen Miles hurt. But, you know, even when, you know, plays when he's not in there, I mean, you notice when he's not in there. Baldy, what did you think of DTR's performance before the injury happened in the late third quarter? Uh, you know, it was kind of, you know, they're not getting any, anything down the field. And, you know, when – Teams aren't getting explosive plays. It's just hard to, it's hard to, you know, put field position, and so, uh, or it's hard to, you know, it's hard to put scoring drives together if you're not getting explosive plays. I mean, you know, they got the ball out of his hands quickly and short passing game and that kind of thing. But I didn't think they, they took enough shots down the field against Denver. Now I know Denver's got Justin Simmons back there and they've got good corners, uh, but I, I feel like. You know, you've got to take you've got to take shots, whether it's Tamari or Tillman or whoever. Um, you know, you've got to stretch the field. I know we've only seen three three games from the kid, but do you see anything intriguing that he could 
He could help the offense grow, and maybe he could grow and 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 give them a chance offensively if he continue if he's able to get healthy first because of concussion, mm-hmm. and then finish off the final six games of the season. Like, is there is there ceiling there? Uh, I think you know he needs a lot of help right now uh, around him. You know he needs a, a strong running game, stronger than what we saw on Sunday. Um, you know I think you know you can't turn it over three times. Like that's that's not going to help any quarterback, rookie, you know, seasoned veteran. Turning it over and fumbling three times is not going to help anybody's cause because you're not going to stay on the field long enough to to get in this kind of a rhythm and get a feel for what the defense is doing. I mean, that's you know when you're on the field and you're scoring and you're not turning it over, you're just getting more more reps and you're just getting a better feel for what they're doing on third downs, what they're doing on first down, what this dummy look looks. Uh, you just see more. You know, you're out there for more. So the turnovers are critical right now for him and for the team. Baldy, does Joe Flacco have anything left in the tank that can carry the Browns here to the postseason? Uh, you know, he, he, look, he's been on some bad situations. He was in New York behind a bad offensive line for, you know, off and on for the last few years. It, you know, I think if you protect him, I think Joe can give you a lot. I think he still sees the field really good. He still has – I mean, look, Joe lives literally like 15 minutes from where I'm at right now in New Jersey. Um, you know, he's probably been out on the golf course with Jaworski a little bit until two weeks ago. But I know he wanted to still play. He's, still, he's healthy. His arm is – I don't think his arm has changed at all from the time that he left Delaware. I don't think his arm has changed. I think it's still a, a powerful, strong arm. But he still knows how to read the defense. You know, I, he, he literally was behind some really leaky offensive lines where it was just hard to do anything. And I, I did a couple of his games, you know, when he was, like, just trying to get the ball out of his hands. He's not going to run away from anybody. I mean, he's not, he's not mobile. He never has been. He's going to try to beat you from the pocket, which is fine. Um, but you've got to protect him. Brian Baldinger on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. So, we, we got the Rams coming up this next week for the Cleveland Browns. What are some of the things we need to know about this week's opponent for the Cleveland Browns? Well, Kyron Williams is back in the lineup. And he's the running back, number 23. He's a dynamic player. They're 4-0 with him when he carries it at least 15 times. 4-0. I mean, that's, I don't think it's a fluke. Like, he's destroyed Arizona twice. That's Arizona. But he's just destroyed them twice uh, this year. He, did, he had 200 yards of offense last week. So that's that. Um, they got three fantastic receivers in Cooper Cup, uh, the rookie, Puka. And then this, uh, this Atwell can fly. And then their tight end last week caught two touchdown passes. So if they protect uh, Stafford, I mean, he could still carve you up. And then, like, that defense, I challenge every analyst that talks to me about the Rams. Like, tell me they're starting 11. Because outside of Aaron Donald, a lot of these a lot of people know who they are. But they got, they got some really good young players on that side of the ball that are playing good football. They're, they're a very, very competitive team. Brian Baldinger with us on the hotline. Brian, you know, if you follow social media, which you probably shouldn't, um, people think that Justin Fields is cooked. Uh, Yet, like, he's put up good numbers, and, you know, last night they get the dub, and everyone seems to sort of be writing this guy off. I I still think the guy has a bright future. What say you? I like like Justin. He played good last night. I mean, that Minnesota Vikings defense, Brian Flores has done a fantastic job with them. They don't really have a weakness, and they – I don't know how you're supposed to know what they're doing and what defense they're in. Like, you can't tell pre-snap anything what they do. 
It's tough on every quarter. They've been playing very good football the last six weeks, big part of the turnaround. Um, but, you know, Justin Fields, like, he needed that last night. He, had to go, he took the team down 61 yards in the final two and a half minutes, kicked the game-winning field goal, made a beautiful throw on third and 10 to D.J. Moore for 36 yards. I mean, it was a dime. It was just the way you got to throw it. It was right in the teeth of the, a zone defense. He made the throw. He's seen the field a lot better. And he goes through progressions now. Um, I think he's a lot more calm than he used to be. I mean, remember, his first start was against your Browns, and it was disaster. I mean, Jadevian and Miles Garrett, like, I mean, they just chewed him up. It was, it was, I, I felt bad for the kid, honestly. He couldn't do anything. But I think he's, he's, he's way past all that. Like, I think he knows what he's looking at. Um, I would not give up on Justin Fields. I, I just wouldn't do it. I, I think there's a lot to that kid. Baldy, looking big picture here, if I ask you for one team in the AFC, one team in the NFC, right now who do you think of as the best team in each conference? Well, I mean, I, I still say Kansas City is the best team in the AFC because of Mahomes, but I wouldn't – like I'd love to see Kansas City and Baltimore go at it because the Ravens are really good. I mean, they're very good defensively, and offensively they can still run the ball with the best of them. And, you know, these, uh, these young players, Keaton Mitchell, the rookie out of East Carolina, and Zay Flowers are dynamic players. So they're getting a lot of juice from the rookies. I wouldn't put anything off the table with Mahomes in that Chiefs defense. And then for the NFC, like San Francisco comes to Philadelphia this weekend. San Francisco's favored. And I would favor them. I mean, I live in Philadelphia. I know this, I know this team. I just did their game last weekend against Buffalo. But I, I think San Francisco is just uh, – they're just a dynamic football team in every area. And so I think they have more explosive, more explosive players from the running back to the receivers to the tight end than the Eagles. The quarterback play might probably settle the two teams. I think San Francisco's defense is better than the Eagles' defense right now. The Eagles give up a lot of yards and a lot of points. They have all year. And so they've got a lot of new pieces there. You've got to give them time to gel. Kevin Byers, Zach Cunningham, you know, Bradley Roby. They've got a lot of new pieces. But this should be a prelude probably to the NFC Championship game on Sunday. Baldy, the top two quarterbacks in this last draft have been making headlines here recently. C.J. Stroud for the, I mean, just an unimaginable success from like five five months ago to what they're doing right now, how great he is. And then in Carolina, you know, Bryce Young's uh, head coach just got fired. His quarterback's coach just got fired. I think Deuce Staley also got fired. I'm just curious, like, what do you see as the reason for Bryce Young's struggle? Is, is, it, is it as simple as the, the guy who was atop the organization and calling the plays? No. No, I mean, it's, the, the quarterback is, has not played well, doesn't see the field well, doesn't, doesn't react under pressure well. I mean, he hasn't played well. He plays small. You could be five foot ten and play this game. A lot of have done it. Doug Flutie played it at that size. and There's been a lot of Russell Wilson. A lot of guys have played at that size. He, he played small. And so I'm not writing them off. I always want to give a kid a second or a third chance. But, you know, it's bad that the coach has been fired and the coaches around the coach has been fired and two different people have called plays and none of it has helped. And it's not just, you can't just tell me that's the offense line because it isn't all them. But there is a world of difference between how C.J. Stroud sees the field and how uh, Bryce Young has seen the field. Nobody thought Nico Collins ever could be a number one wide receiver, but he is because the quarterbacks make the receivers. And when you're accurate with the ball and you see the field and you throw with anticipation, accuracy, and touch, 
receivers get a whole lot better and they get a whole lot more targets. And, you know, Tank Dell is a dynamic young rookie, but it's like uh, watching two different leagues when you watch CJ right now and you watch Bryce. I, look, maybe, maybe I'm all wrong. Maybe you need a new coach with an innovative style that's going to get the best out of him. That's possible. It's possible, but um, that only time will, will, will tell with that. Baldy, a conversation we've been having earlier in the show today is, is a bit about Deshaun. And, you know, I'm really concerned about that shoulder. That glenoid fracture in his throwing shoulder is, is not an easy injury to come back from. You know, a lot of guys, you know, lose arm strength and all those things. I've been making the case that the Browns need to have a really, really good plan B next year, frankly. And, you know, I don't know who that is, whether it's, you know, if Jimmy G gets cut, you sign him for cheap, or you draft somebody like a Jaden Daniels in the second round or something like that. Um, what would you do if you were Cleveland? I don't know. I'm going to try to find out if Brock Purdy has a brother, you know, <laughs> go draft him. Um, you know, you can find these guys. Uh, but I agree. I, I do think they need plan B, a strong plan B. I wouldn't go after Jimmy G, but I, I would, you know, I don't know what shakes, you know, what shakes out. There's always a quarterback market out there. But I would have, and I don't know how Dorian Thompson Robinson is going to finish the season or whatever, but. Would you get Gardner Minshew? Gardner Minshew just won, played a hell of a game on Sunday. They're six and five right now, basically, and they're more than just treading water. They're playing good football. He yeah. played well. Yeah. Um, Gardner knows where to go with the ball. He's very smart. You can win games with Gardner. You know, is he a full time, seventeen game starter? Probably not. But you know, he's he's playing really well in relief. Um, all the receivers caught the ball from him last week. Uh, that was a good. That was a good win against Tampa. Uh, that they had. He played really well. Gardner's. You want Gardner on your team. He he can win games for you. Baldy, looking to the Browns' offense for the rest of this season, is there a path to to pull themselves out of the bottoms of literally all the uh, the AFC rankings? Like, is is it running the ball? Is it you know down the field play? Like, how how can they? How can they just be a functional offense again? Mm, well, I mean, it does start with the running game in Cleveland, you know, and then you got to you got to find ways to push the ball down the field, whether it's gadgets, deceptions, like you got to find ways to, to get chunks. You just do it. It's just too hard right now to try to go 12 plays and 75 yards. I think it's just too difficult, you know. Um, so you got to find ways to get chunks. You know, and there's ways to do it. There's halfback passes and various screens, and you know, I mean, they got to they got to find ways to to do that on an, on a couple of the drives because if you get an explosive play, you generally score on your drive. But you got to get more explosives than what they have, and it would be good if you know the, the defense you start taking the ball away and get them in good field position right now. Um, you got to play some complimentary football at this point. Baldy, we are excited to have you for the rest of football season here every Tuesday. Uh, you were awesome as always. We appreciate all the work you do here, uh, not just for Odyssey, but uh, on social media, all the videos and stuff, man. Appreciate you. My, my pleasure, guys. Look forward to talking to you next week. Have a good one.